Welcome to Listening Space, the podcast that's all things mindset, life, and adventures. If you are looking for honest conversations, food for thought, life, and mindset advice, then you are at the right place. Join Cornelia and her guests and learn how to improve your life and relationships. Hello, and welcome back to the Listening Space podcast. And welcome to everybody who is tuning in for the first time. I'm really happy to have you here and I hope you will enjoy this episode. Today I'm talking to Ronan O'Brien from Breathwave Ireland and he's going to talk about breath work and why it is so important to connect to yourself through your breath. Last year my friend recommended Ronan to me and I started to join Ronan's breathwork sessions that he's holding every Wednesday night. And let me tell you, I did not expect the amazing benefits that came with it and that I experienced. As the name suggests, it is all about breath work, which means consciously breathing and connecting to your body and yourself. I made some amazing experiences and every single time after joining a breath wave session with Ronan, which by the way kind of feels like a long guided meditation, Um, Every time I experience something different afterwards, like a different kind of benefit, it is, it is amazing. One time you are super relaxed and fall asleep straight away afterwards or maybe even during the session and sometimes you get to release something, some sort of tension or sometimes you realize there's something going on within you and you gain awareness which can help a lot. So it can show up very different for everybody and we talk about that as well in the episode. In the breath wave sessions people are guided by Ronan through a process of relaxing allowing the mind to be still whilst focusing on the breathing and it helps a lot with anxiety, overthinking, nervous system repair and sometimes even trauma release. So very interesting. Listen for yourself to see how breath work can help you and how amazing the benefits can be. So I hope you enjoy this episode and let's get started. Thank you so much for coming on here and joining this podcast. And I'm really excited to introduce your beautiful work that you do to my listeners. So the funny thing is, I think we all breathe (laughs) and that's something that's very easy to do and we do on a daily basis all the time. But I would like for you to explain us, please, why the breath can actually be so beneficial and why breath work is so important and yeah, how something so simple can, you know, bring so many healing benefits to us. Yeah. Happily, and thanks for having me. Um, and hello to your listeners. The So the first thing we do when we come into life, hopefully, is that we breathe. And down to our last breath before we exit. And in between that start and end point, that the quality of our breath or the, the, uh, the competency of our breath um, has great detail and great and great support to our body, our nervous system. And and when I say body and nervous system, because the nervous system is body and mind and it create, and you're able to have a, it's a practice that we do 
like thousands of times within the week or in the even you know, depending how fast that you're breathing but it's like there's just it's one of the forgotten structures of how of how mostly important it's it's what we do most often all the time um so we're very much focused on our nutrition which is which is rightly so and we could eat three and four times a day or less than that um we're focused on drinking water we're focused on you know meditating and trying to find those those places within us but the most the most thing that we do every day is breathe and when you can create a practice that has an everyday awareness to to how you're breathing to how you're participating under pressure how you're participating in your breath you know during the wide range of life skills and um and life challenges that you get what you give to that to that attention you get back a hundredfold and when i say a hundredfold i mean that your nervous system becomes resilient your nervous system for managing stress anxiety for managing uh reactive tendencies your patience all those different areas that it comes into it uh it gives you a, a resilience in, in in your in your mind body to really then step into the the greater the greater questions of life uh so when you're in you know the sympathy this there's a sympathetic and parasympathetic mode in a nervous system so sympathetic is is a stress response we have a stress response to achieve something or to you know physically mentally emotionally and it's 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 a really kind of in traditional terms you would look at it as it's a fight or flight where we would be able to run away from an animal or lift a heavy object because of that surge of adrenaline because we've tapped into the sympathetic nervous system um but now we're spending so much time in that nervous system, but it's the triggers are different. The triggers are coming from being in jobs that we were not comfortable with or being in relationships that don't serve us or having trauma within us that is unhealed or traffic or, you know, you can, it's, it's a hundred different things. So now we don't have to go into that, that mode of response into our nervous system to essentially run away from a wild animal. We are in that mode on a chronic basis, you know, on some low consistent level for too often in the day, for too often in the week. And we don't have a mechanism that titrates us out of being in that stress response. And if we do, a lot of the times it's confused with a um, distraction. So like TV would be a distraction where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going down to relax and chill out. Your nervous system doesn't see watching TV as a as a, a rehabilitation for the nervous system. So when you're in that, when you when you when you're kind of in that cycle, it's very hard to see outside of it. And 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 breathing formats and specific type of, of breath works, and there's quite a lot. So I mean there's so originally yoga which is would be most people would be most familiar with yoga as being having a breathwork practice especially with pranayama and 
so in the traditional yogi forms and it's true true yogi forms like in back in the days of the of the of the veda uh, in india that it was the process of yoga was around breathing and moving kind of and we'll say stretching and movement became part of the process after the focus of the breath and a lot of the ancient scriptures a lot of the like hermetic writings vedic writings buddhist um all have a an area designated to how you breathe and how breathing opens the gateway to your ability to be able to transcend um so come back from transcending and we got to deal with all the triggers that happen us within our western lifestyle now and how breath work is becoming a a recognized modality which is free it's your own breath although you, you know you go to a coach or you, you know someone like me and or you can look it up online and and, and do your own work um but it's coming back into the fold because it's so relative and it's so it's so successful you know um so i know i've got a, a, a kind of covered a, an area that's that you could go into each of those areas but giving it an overview view that's 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 some of where it comes from or what's happening with it okay it's very interesting and how did you come across breath work yourself when did it start for you um traditionally my my background is in is in sports and would be a, i'm a strength and conditioning coach and i would have played semi-pro rugby many years ago and it's not anything that was part of my my psyche or not anything that was part of my development back then so about seven years ago i i went down uh, the shamanic route and i went i started touching into some plant medicine work and part of that journey found me in a place in cork where i was i was doing breath work with this um, mexican shaman he called it phoenix breath work and we stepped in we i followed his cues and went into it and i had a real cathartic and deep opening within me which i now understand to be you know that my nervous system reacting to what had been built up inside me both from my own life and from the epigenetic life or energy dna that had been passed through so some people recognize that as a past life or I, I, I recognize it as a um, emotional genetics, just like DNA gets passed on, it, the emotional genetics passed on. And I had a very cathartic experience. Cathar cathartic experience means that I really physically um, embodied and reacted with the process that was happening. And so that was my first time. And I just, I, I got that door opened and I was like, what's after happening here that that's my breath how did this how did this transpire and that was my first time and and you know that started a journey not quickly but over the course of the next three years that I started to delve a little bit deeper and experience some other types of breath work holotropic and 
I eventually came upon a myself and my my mate um, Mike, who is we both studied and practiced over in Canada with Brettwave, and that was with my teacher called Robin Clements. And Robin was an amazing guy, is an amazing guy, and really embodies the authenticity and truth around, you know, being a practitioner involved with the various states that are attainable within the Brett work. And integrity was a big thing that I, I, I that Brett Wave resounded with, with me. And so we went over there, we spent two, two weeks, we spent two weeks breathing, practicing breath work, like between six and eight hours a day. And, you know, it, we really started being different people after. That sounds intense. It, it is, it, it is intense. And that's not for everybody. So mm. what I'm trying to do now is just find the spaces within people's day or week where they can, they can tune into that and be able to have a, a window where they can make their own decisions about it, if it's for them, or if it's if it's not for them, or they they they, they, they want to go a different they want to go a different route about it. So some people like to, for instance, do yoga, and yoga works for them, or they'd like to do tai chi, or they'd like to do nature hiking or outdoor pursuits. But all of them, on some level, involve. A degree of how your respiratory system and how your your breathing is facilitated and i've worked with three different modalities of of breath work boteco oxygen advantage and breath wave and breath wave would be my my passion um because of its ability to get you out of your mind and get you out of your ego state and get you out of your reactive state and and, and, and give you the opportunity to be the observer within yourself to your own patterns and your own obstacles. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is breath work something, is that for everybody or would you recommend for some people to not do it or to, should people be aware of something or how would you explain that to <laughs> listeners who never came across breath work? Well, it, first and foremost, Breathing is for everyone. If you don't do it, you, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a good question in terms of like knowing what type of breath work suits you. So, and so for some of the big breath work names out there at the moment would be the Wim Hof, it would be mm. Soma breathing, Buteco breathing, Oxygen Advantage breathing, um, holotropic work, um, rebirthing. Uh, so in the turn in, in rebirthing, people are able to go back through breath work rhythms and where they're able to go back and witness physically, somatically witness their own journey of of their birth. And it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. In Stanislav Grof, Dr. Stanislav Grof, who is a the himself and his 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 wife, um designed holotropic work and he was the the pioneer for the study of lsd in the 60s uh, as a psychotherapist and they were getting fantastic results with uh ps psd 
um, post-traumatic stress um, disorder and they were going and other, we'll just say inverted commas, mental illnesses that were that were highlighting and you know trauma uh being stuck in the, the loop of trauma and so on as post-traumatic stress often is and when it was shut down it was shut down by the uh, because it was a counterculture it was part of the counterculture in the states you know very much so in the states where people were rebelling against the system through the the through the understanding or under the under the influence of marijuana, under the influence of LSD, and how that that love and hippie slash woo woo mm. um, was a threat to the to to the system in the states at the time, and they shut it down and they made it they they, they classified them as, as um, Schedule One. So Schedule One means that they have no known medical benefit, which is very much untrue, as we know with with marijuana and also as we know with psilocybin mushrooms and LSD as well. LSD is the most studied and researched psychedelic of them all and has a very good safety profile. And that's not me saying it's okay for your kids. Or it's okay for to be willy nilly and go out and you know, journey or take this stuff. Um, this is all under psychotherapy, psychotherapeutic background um, with, a, with, with a health survey done beforehand. And you, you're, done, you've, you're doing it with a minder. And traditionally, obviously not with LSD, but with the other medicines, they would have done that with a, a shaman or they would have done that with a medicine man in, in, in tribal instances. And again, it's just, you know, it's, it's part of the culture, but how Stanislav Graf then that was just giving you that I'm kind of going into that circle because I'm giving you um, a background on Stanislav Graf, who then when the when it was taken away, the LSD was was um, illegal and he wa he wanted to continue the work in understanding how the psychotherapeutic benefits of could be could be prolonged or, or worked on a different level and he and he studied brett work and indigenous brett work in various forms and came up with holotropic and the holotropic work became a one it's one, one of the main focal breath work points in the world it's, it's it's he's done just incredible work and part of breath wave is is using his his teachings and his modalities and you know and i talk about going bringing the, that conversation back around to the um to to birth trauma he designed what's called the perinatal matrix of understanding and and how the, the fetus and the child within the womb was experiencing or was affected and are experiencing are both the what was happening to the mother and how that plays an impact on the nervous system of the child as well as the labor as well as the the birthing process okay and it's also no secret i think that certain breathing techniques can support let's say even the woman in labor mm. so 
I assume breathwork can be very beneficial for, let's say, an expecting mother as well. Well, yeah, well, before, before we had any medical intervention, um, you know, it was, it was all about, the, it was your breathing that was going to get you through it. Maybe some herbs, depending on, you know, that's, but also that. So I think what's, what's happened now is that because we were living in a, a sitting environment, because we're living in a, a car transport environment, and most of us work at desks for X amount of hours of the day. We're, we're not in nature as much. Our breathing apparatus and our diaphragm ability isn't as functional as it was many, many years ago. Hmm. And we've got to retrain that function. It's the same as any other muscle. It's, it's use it or lose it. And we are losing our ability to to have that deeper access to our to our to our respiratory system and what and that's the diaphragm as well as the lower parts of the lungs and it's in here that we have the better more beneficial oxygen carbon dioxide exchange and if anyone is out there who's read the book by James James Nestor called Breathe and is interested in breath work it's the number one book that I would go to because it's written in such a way that it's accessible for people to understand and enjoy without having to have a huge knowledge of of breath work done in the past. And he covers it a lot of different areas and it's it's a very informative book and some of the topics that I'm explaining here that he, he goes into it in a, in a in a very good way. Mm, okay. And so what is, besides having a look into that book, what else would be a good first step for someone to get started and start looking into it or even breathing differently? What would you recommend? Well, yeah. So again, I'll tie back into one of, the, one of your previous questions. Is it, who's it for or who's it not for? It's, it's and I was kind of going through the different breathing modalities. The your first your first is the awareness of your breath so do you know if you breathe in your shoulders or your chest or do you know that if you snore or do you know that so snoring would be an indication that you're breathing through the mouth so ideally all our most beneficial breathing is done through the nose if we're mouth breathers and you look mouth breathers up in the dictionary and the definition of mouth breather is stupid like that slack jaw oh that's the kind of mouth agape. And a lot of people aren't aware that if they if they were to look at themselves at any moment in the day, they realize that their mouth is gasp or open. And it's like it's like a flat tire to your energy system. It's it's leaky. Where our 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 nose is, is the most efficient and focused breathing apparatus on us. And although that Again, I use mouth breathing for first some of the work because, again, it's just of the volume that you can move through the, through the mouth. Your day to day breathing should be done through your nose. Uh, so, again, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the, or trying to get back into the question of, of, of who's it for and who shouldn't do it. People with hypertension, people with hyper, with, 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 um, with, 
heart problems, you should always do it gently. You should always start into it gently. Um, even some simple box breathing. So what box breathing is, is like in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, hold on empty for four seconds, inhale for four seconds. So you're kind of creating that box effect of your breathing uh, of, of in, hold, out, and hold on empty. Sorry, that's what it was. It's in, hold your breath on full, exhale, hold your breath on empty. Four seconds each would be a very star, um, doable start point. Um, so that's how people would start. And if they find that uncomfortable, they're in a very negative respiratory function. And especially with holding your breath, if you find it difficult to hold your breath, on empty so that's you know you're breathing out and holding your breath for if you can only last for 10 seconds that's pretty chronic ideally we, we want to have enough oxygen within our system within our cells and blood that we don't have to grasp for the breath and you know a normal breath hold of a normal healthy person is, is under the potato method is is ideally around 20 seconds and that again, that's not holding your breath on a full breath, that's holding your breath after you've exhaled. So if anybody wants to try that, and if they find that difficult, then their their respiratory system needs work. So the you know, if the better your your breathing is, the better your heart rate variability is, the better your immune system repair is, the better your nervous system repairs, and your nervous system is attached to everything else that's going on in your body, can be it can it can be it can help autoimmune diseases. It can help the likes of ga um, gastro problems are, oh, the big one at the moment is fibromyalgia and how people are, we're so westernized and how I would call it is that we are, we've lost our wildness and we're living in a zoo and we have that, you know, so animals who live in the zoo get sick and they get sick because you've taken the wildness out of them and there's a lot of studies that show this um how monkeys just stare at the wall and go mad like mentally mentally deficient how um intelligent you know mammals like the dolphins and the whales they just try suicide themselves when they're in the water um they're not supposed to be locked up we our western society has us especially now sanitizing our hands at every 10 paces, wearing masks, um, you know, our exercise is not really functional. We're not in nature We're we have too much heating in the homes. You know, we can go on in different areas like that. And, and that's not me trying to be a a, a purist in any of the forms, but they they all tip away on some level to weaken your body's resilience. And as your body is less resilient, it's more open to having a disease and more open to having a aches and pains even, you know. Mm. And that's actually a good point that I would like to touch base on. So you've mentioned as well the physical let's say benefits in a way or what i would understand by what you're saying is that there can be physical 
benefits or maybe even healing or pain release. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to touch base on that part. So to kind of show how breathing and all the other things, of course, being outside and everything else, grounding, mindfulness, meditation, all those kind of things, but how, how it actually can affect your body. And so I would like to kind of look a little bit into the pain relief, maybe area. Do you have any personal experiences from, you know, how breath work and breathing can actually release pain or ease pain or well, anything to share? Yeah, well, you, well, definitely every week people come back to me and they're like, I've, I'm after releasing tension or I'm after releasing um, a nauseousness that was in my stomach. Um, and that, you know, and, and that, you know, that's not exactly pain, but it is a very physical resonance. Um, in going back into childbirth, I mean, childbirth is painful as I can only imagine, but how the breathing was able to regulate hormones regulate chemical releases that were needed for the body to relax and move through the process of childbirth um and there's some doulas that do that and and you know but it, it's it, it is it's kind of slipped away from a focus in in the hospitals um and people aren't people people don't even know where their diaphragm is some people you know um so, so in terms of pain, it can, and, and I've had reports of it personally for myself. Um, I, I, there's a feeling of well-being and, and betterment, but not in terms of like I went in with headaches. Headaches, in, in fairness, is one thing that people come back a lot with and that their headache is gone um, or tension. Pain relief, and it, can, it does happen. Um, in my own experience, I've, I've witnessed it happen, but not in terms of for myself and my own breath work. Um, mm. And when you're talking about the physical side of it, um, we're just not engaged with ourselves. You know, we're not connected to what's really attentively going on within us. And the breath work as a meditation really allows you to come into that space and put a microscope or a magnifying glass maybe onto different areas within you. So, and it's just about bringing that mind and body connection of awareness through your breathing. And as you bring your awareness to something, something happens, you know, the, the, um, part of the placebo effect even where when someone believes that something is working and the body tunes in to 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 see it through and that it is working and placebo is like and clinical trials is always 20 or 30 percent successful at least you know mm. yeah um, the reason why I asked that question was because I made my own personal experience with uh, th throughout one of your breathwork sessions or afterwards, and it showed up. It was a combination of emotions being stuck, and once, as you say, when when I got the awareness, when I realized that the pain in combination with the emotions, I suppose, it shifted. 
and the pain was nearly gone right afterwards. And it was um, a fractured, it's, it's my shin bones. I fractured my, the end of my shin bone and I've torn ligaments now. And um, that's what I experienced. And I don't know, I don't believe in coincidences as such, but after that breath work um, evening, you know, the pain was massively reduced. I was able to sleep again without interruptions throughout the night. So that's why I brought that up. And I wanted to mention that experience as well because I found it was um, incredibly powerful. Uh, and, and, and thanks. And I was delighted to, to be able to share that with a lot of people as well. There's some great responses. The How that works, or at least how I see it working, is that there is an emotional hold to the injury. So, so whether it's a something on a sports field or in a car crash, there is a, a trauma that happens in the nervous system of a slam or a bang. And, you know, there's the there's the physical structure being impeded. And then there's the emotion around or the shock around it that is 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 is, is happened as well. So I'm, I'm a, a body worker, a, a therapist as well, where so somebody I've, I've had people come in like day three or four days after after a an, an injury like a, especially a car a, you know a car bump or something and how their their body is still in that that um high adrenaline state and they're they they're in they're in shock so and when the body comes out of shock the bruising then comes up you know so it, it's just it's all about you know the, the survival mechanisms of of our of our brain and how it's trying to keep us through get us through to the other side so then we can relax or then we can unwind but off too often we don't unwind and part of it stays stuck so if you for instance if you if you that you damaged your shin or you broke it and you're like oh my god ridiculous i'm so annoyed at this and there's a lot of pain and you know there's there's a lot there's a lot going on outside of there's an impact and there's a break and and then there's the frustration and then there's the the blame and then there's the the why me and all that kind of stuff gets circulated around so through the breath work although that you know it didn't heal the bone more what it did was that it took tension and uh out of the nervous system around those areas that i mentioned so it, it took tension out of the the frustration it took tension out of the 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 stress response and the um both emotionally and physically and when you when that's lifted out of the nervous system the, the nervous system then the body will heal itself an awful lot more efficiently so it's, it's again it's the same with it's the same with having cancer treatment or it's the same with having you know a heart operation that there's always part of that process that isn't just the the nuts and bolts that that's that's wider than that and it's 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 very much forgotten about and it's very much just left to the side you know we've stitched it up it's not bleeding anymore you know it will heal versus okay we stitch it up it's not bleeding anymore and now we've got to bring your body back into a state of deep recovery mode where you're sleeping better where you are know how to relax and you've got a positive mechanism for supporting your nervous system into faster healing 
and you know the likes of you know, where the the quarterback for the New Indian or the New England Patriots, uh, Tom Brady, who's playing, who's won another Super Bowl recently with his at the age of forty five or mid forties, and a lot of his work is 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 attuning like yes diet yes performance yes you know saunas yes massage but it's also about aligning his his physical and mental capabilities in into the same into the same structure and treatment and he's not just going after a physical repair he's going after a physical mental and emotional repair and this is what makes him one of the most iconic sports players of our time yeah that makes sense and it sounds like it's part of the overall process rather than only the breath work itself will do the healing would that be correct to say yes i mean so in, in those instances yes but what's often and more often left out for people is that breath work isn't involved and breath work is a a catalyst to the nervous system and the nervous system is the the puppet master of of how you heal and the puppet master of how you recover uh from injuries recover from sports uh, recover from stress it's the it's the one that pulls the strings so breath work is the gateway to the nervous system and when the nervous system is tuned and practiced the body and mind and emotions align I think a lot of people just don't understand how important that link is. So it's really interesting to hear it's, how it works. People are hearing a lot about how you need to meditate, how you need, how you need to journal, and they're 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 valuable. Um, how you need to breathe is it, it, there is a there is a movement with it, and but a lot still a lot of people are unaware of just how important and just how immensely powerful that it is so we you know we're, we're touching on the physical and emotional and mental aspects of how breath work can 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 a manage symptoms b titrate you down and 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 and, and also in some in some terms really give you a management of how your anxiety or your panic attacks or how are your your negative response emotions are happening within your life and also transcendentally so that and transcendentally meaning that you are in that deeper immersed area of losing the self as an identity and just breathing into awareness and how breathing into awareness then is that I guess that spiritual side of it or that transcendental side of it. Mm. And did you have any, let's say, very impacting experiences in in that area of life, like spiritually through the breath work? Most definitely. And it, and it's it, it's originally what spurred me on to be to go down the road of of of, of breath work and coaching it and teaching it. Um, Maybe to give you an example of when my I was when I went to Canada, so it's three years or it's three and a half years ago in September. Um, my my wife uh, was she was three months pregnant. Okay, and and previous to getting married to her, 
I had done a big brat work with um, uh, up in this brat work we did was again Phoenix brat work, and we had done it up in Wicklow. And this brat work, I had just become into this this void or this space is all I can recognize it as. And I felt this blue light come in, this blue light come in, touch down, down onto my belly. And it says to me, my name is Freya and I'm your daughter. And wow. I'm like, okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not married. I'm not even, I'm not even engaged at this point, but I am dating at the time, Heather, my wife. And, you know, I kind of, okay, I kind of sit with it and go, that's, that's a bit mad. You know, I'm, how about that? <laughs> so Mike, who was, who was on that Brett work journey with me, um, we both journeyed with that. Um, he's also with me, you know, what, that would have been about two, two years later, year and a half, maybe later. And we're in, um, we're in. British Columbia in Canada doing our training with Robin Clements and we're after doing it like an intense spread work and we're after doing all the training and one thing Robin says to us he says you know um be careful of what you what you wish for now be careful of your intentions because they're really going to start coming up into light because you're you're coming into a different frequency you're coming into a different ability now so I was like, yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm not overly woo woo or I'm not, you know, I, I'm pragmatic and, and, you know, I don't, I don't traditionally swallow the, the light worker vibe or anything like that. It's just, it's just not my thing. But anyway, I, I, you know, I like to experience and then kind of ground it in the science or grounded in the, in the practical application and have space also for things that I don't understand and don't know in the experience. So we were, so Heather, when we were, when I was in, when I was in Canada, Heather was three months pregnant. So I had just been kind of telling Mike at the end of the, at the end of the, the training that, you know, Heather was three months pregnant and he goes, remember that time we, we did that breath work and you, you, you know, you were talking like, like your, your daughter Freya came to you and I'm like, I know it's a bit mad, isn't it? That's, um, can you imagine if, you know, if it, if it played out like that and that within about, I'd say within 10 seconds, a dog ran over and jumped up and licked my face. So I'm kind of kneeling down at the ground and, and the owner turns around and she goes, Freya, Freya, come here, come here. Of course, myself and Mike look at each other and he goes, that's, you don't really line up that level of coincidence, do you? Mm. And and I said, that's Freya, as in, because I had checked out the name, the, the Norse goddess. And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's my, it's my, it's my son's dog. I, I never walk it, and I just did it today. And so just all these kind of things that, that would have had, a, that you couldn't have lined up if you tried, had, had come in, and this, as I would take it as the universe speaking out, way past its ability to to have a coincidence and i just took it so yeah i had my daughter we came back and i said to, I, I gave the story to heather and she goes well hell i run i you know maybe next time but i'm pretty sure this is a boy and i'm like no i'm not missing out on this one this is this is a girl so we found out she was a girl and we named her freya oh mm. lovely that's a lovely experience
Okay. So if someone wanted to start working with you now, let's say, or wanted to try out one of the the regular, um, how do you call it, circles or rounds, breathwork rounds? Yeah, they're, they're sessions. Uh, uh, sessions. sessions. Are, yeah, the in-person ones that we, we do are ceremony breathworks where there's probably just ceremonial breathwork. And we sometimes we do cacao with it as well. And so ideally, you know, we'd have a, a day process of a group of people meeting. We'd sit down and kind of all get comfortable around and have a, a share stories and people would get to know each other. And so they would be feel more comfortable in each other's, you know, company. Um, there'd be a cacao ceremony. There would be some yoga or movement with that. And then we'd go into the breath work um and again just how people would relate back to that it's you know the the breath work really can really bring up a lot for people so mm -hmm. it, it it opens up the ability for people to release tension and trauma and to maybe find some answers that they have that were that had been eluding them or find that the find questions that they thought were not relevant, but are relevant and, 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 how, and how, how that plays out differently. So hopefully we'll be getting, I think we would definitely be getting back into those in-person retreats, you know, from June and July on. Hmm. But other, other than that, people, anyone who has a known respiratory or difficulty in, in the kind of panic attack area or asthma area or just a very high anxious person, you know, th th that that kind of work needs to be done one on one. And I do that online at the moment. And where I just I meet them once every two weeks, I give them their exercises, or I assess them and I give them the exercises, stay in touch with them. And we kind of feedback and it, usually within four or five weeks, there's, there's enough of progression for that person providing they've done the exercises to, to be to be you know, to become kind of take ownership of what's going on of their own health. Other than that, if they want to try in, they can tap into the the Wednesday night breathworks, um, which is every Wednesday night. So we've got a growing, I think it's a community. There's mm -hmm. a, there is a growing, there's a growing trend, not a trend, but there's a growing support of people who are, you know, tapping into some people are tapping into it weekly. Some people are tapping in it once or twice a month, and some people are tapping in, you know, every now and then. It's donation based at the moment, and people can just they can contact me through the Instagram or through brettwaveireland.com, and I'll send them on the the link and the details. And they could do it from the you know, like you from your own home. They can do it with a friend. They can do it with a partner, and we also have one coming up where it's a where we do the online cacao ceremony um, movement and breathwork. That's about two and a half hours. And again, it's 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 donation based. I do the the cacao breathwork with um, Amanda Walsh, Amanda Vibes, and she's um she's a you know she's the yoga girl. She's the cacao girl. She, she's she's on she's she's really on on top of what she does the um 
and I do the breath work and we kind of round it off. And it's a very, it's quite, it's spiritual, it's enjoyable and it's, but it's also kind of a supporting to the nervous system. And cacao also is a, is a fabulous nutrient for energy and for minerals. And it's a heart opener. So meaning that mm. as a heart opener, it, as you move with it and then you breathe with it, it's, it can really help you access some of the hidden parts that you weren't aware of within within your heart's intentions i have been joining the wednesday sessions now for a while as well mm. so just for my listeners i i wanted to hi, highly recommend <laughs> those um sessions so it's definitely worth a try and yeah i will as well link all your um, social media or homepage details in the episode description so people can find you if they wanted to join and try it out as well and once again I can just only highly recommend <laughs> the whole the breathwork sessions and everything that comes with it thank you I mean I love you don't have to be have any previous history in in doing this work you can turn in and I like the first 10 or 12 minutes is always the same. It's always about coming into the body. It's all about, you know, the rhythm of your breath and how you're breathing. And it's all about somatically feeling how it's happening. And that will happen different for, for different people. And, you know, it's, um, you don't have to be a yoga person. You don't have to be a, a breathwork person to, to be able to log on and do it. You're going to log on. You're going to do it. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you're going to hear some really, really fabulous music and fall asleep. That's the worst case. Scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I always find that there is something else that you take away from it. So one time you might be really relaxed afterwards or you maybe fall asleep straight away or throughout it or sometimes it has a more profound effect on you so yeah it, it, that's the beauty of it because you really never know what's going to happen but in the end it will still be it will be still a win-win situation basically and um, yeah i love it it can't it's 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 not at all negative i mean even when something uncomfortable comes up it's coming up for you to you know, to give some attention to. And, you know, that might throw people sometimes. And I, I've had that people were like, I got thrown there, you know, back there in February and I didn't do it for a month because, you know, this came up and I didn't want to deal with it. You know, fucking, we got to deal with our shit. We, we've got to go into our dark side or we got to go into our shadow side or sometimes and we got to, we got to, we got to bring awareness to it. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a deep meditation, but it's also, and some people, the more you practice, the deeper you can go. It's just, it's the same. It's mm. like the more you practice surfing, the better you can catch a wave. And it's 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 the same with this. You know, if you want to come in, and I always say to people, do try it out, but give it a chance. If you're serious about, you know, this modality being a possibility for you, do it for a month, because you you'll you'll then be able to say, after a month, if it was for you or if it was kinder for you, or if it wasn't for you. And a lot of people say, I, I don't know, I, I find it really hard to, to switch off my mind. I'm like, yeah, you and everyone else that's on the, the, the call have the same problem of trying to switch off their mind. But some people berate themselves about it, and some people give themselves a hard time, and some people just mm -hmm. get on with it and go, screw it, and yeah, that's that emotion's gone now. 
come back to the breath. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Is there any advice that you would give someone who struggles with, with exactly that when they try it for the first time and the mind won't shut up <laughs> and when they give themselves a hard time? Well, look, it, this happens to me. I mean, I, I'm the practitioner and, you know, sometimes I go in to do a breath work for myself and I just, after 40 minutes, I'm like, ah, I'll just start stretching instead or, you know, and, and it does, but I mean, and then there's sometimes it's, I always find that when you have an expectation around something, you're in your way. The expectation of, 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 of having something to achieve means that you are not really able to let go into the moment, you're not really let go into the breath and you have, and, and the monkey mind is just kind of just distracting you. So that will happen. And, you know, and again, when you do the breath work, it'll happen a hundred times that you're, that you'll get distracted easily a hundred times. And the, and the focus is not to, not to get attached to being distracted, but practice coming back to the breath. And the breath is the, is the vehicle in which one physically supports, nervous system supports, emotionally supports, mentally supports. And again, in, in normal, in normal meditations, the breath is, you know, it, it plays a part in, 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 a, in most meditations, but I do it as it is the part and everything and the other things are secondary and it, it's the most focus. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I hope that someone is going to join and try it out now too, after listening to this episode because I, I think it was really insightful and well explained. So thank you so much for your time and sharing your experience and knowledge around this area. And I think it's really important to raise the awareness around something so simple, but very effective. And I hope that way more people will join in and join the Wednesday sessions. For example, I, I highly recommend it. I think I said it three times now, but I really no, I, mean it. I really appreciate that. And look, I'm at a place in, in my own life where, you know, I've got, I'm, I'm transitioning out of what was, and I'm, I'm building something that is, that, that is what is, and it's around the Brett work and, and a huge focus around that is how these Wednesdays progress and become, they become a thing. Mm. that they become recognizable for a, a large enough group that I can can help support me in in, in, in my life. Um, well, I, I enjoy doing it and it's just something that I am growing and, you know, a couple of hundred people is a massive thing. So mm. cur currently I think that there's about, there's approximately about 160, 170 people rotating monthly wow and you know i'm just looking to build on that build on that build on. like mm. it started it started with eight or 12 people mm. and that's just that's, a, year, a year ago that's amazing yeah i i remember i think i joined for the first time sometimes last year mm. and it was i don't know 30 or 40 people in it and i was like wow that's great so many mm. people are doing the same thing mm. and now it's like always above 100 and i was like wow that's just amazing how it's it is. going I, i'm really happy with it i mean we went up to 140 plus sometimes um mm. but 
you know, and there's people coming in from Australia. There's people getting up before work to do it in 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 Melbourne and in in New Zealand, and there's some people in Canada doing. It. So they're they're coming in from different time zones. So yeah, something's happening. <laughs> Amazing. Well, it has been my pleasure, and thank you so much again. And yeah, it's just it was very very good and very informative and. Yeah, thank you for coming on here and sharing all of that with my listeners as well. Many thanks, Cornelia, and uh, thanks to your listeners as well. And do feel that you can reach out to me uh, with the information or questions. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely try and get back to you. Thanks. Thank you for listening today. Make sure to check out listeningspaceonline.com and our social media to find more information about Cornelia and her guests. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Until next time.